thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal our souls. Test again, Jesus, this morning. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Master of the universe, King of glory, hope of the nations, we magnify you, King of kings, Lord of laws. We magnify you, Jehovah. Be glorified this morning. You are the hope of the whole world. Lord, you are the hope of our lives. We give you all the praise this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this privilege for us to come again into your presence. Thank you for the grace to come. Thank you for the blood that makes our way possible this morning. Jesus, we give you glory. You are the Lamb of God who was slain and who is now seated at the right hand of the Father who is King of Kings. We give you all the praise, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we spend this time again today in your presence, Lord be glorified. We ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding. We ask for the spirit of grace for the spirit of revelation. Lord, open the scriptures to us and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. We continue our study of the book of Revelations. Remember that we were on Revelations Revelations chapter chapter 6, we saw when the seals began to break and the first seal that broke um, revealed a rider on a white horse. And I compared this, I said, look, this rider, it's, it's a counterfeit riding on a white horse. Why? Because Revelations 19, uh, Jesus also comes riding on a white white horse why jesus is the prince of peace riding on a white horse symbolizing bringing peace to the whole world to mankind eventually going to destroy the rule and the order the devil the antichrist comes as a as a counterfeit as a pretender okay so we then began to to study the book of daniel and I said, look, the Daniel, Daniel, the book of Daniel is the key for us to be able to understand when the Antichrist will come. Okay? So we, we are currently on Daniel chapter 7. Please, you might want to go back. Uh, please go on my platform, on Anchor, on Spotify. Um, this is shared also on Facebook. You could listen to them again and again. Uh, if you get this on WhatsApp, that's fine also listen to it again and again because when we go back to revelations you will fully understand what you are looking at but we want to know when does the breaking of the seal starts because the seal starts with the revelation or the coming out the coming forth of the antichrist okay so we yesterday we stopped on about verse 24 where we saw uh, Daniel seals 
sees this this vision this vision of of four beasts this four beasts coming out of the earth and i did say that this four beasts coincided with the four parts of the statue that he had seen earlier and interpreted for king nebuchadnezzar in his dream okay so um we said i said yesterday that daniel paid particular attention to the fourth beast and he wanted to know about the fourth beast verse 23 then he said to me this this fourth beast is the fourth world power okay so that was when the angel was answering him because daniel specifically asked about the fourth beast um remember that this vision was during the first year of belshazzar's reign daniel will have another vision in the third year of belshazzar's reign and belshazzar is the last king of the babylonian kingdom okay so um by the time this will begin to um to to unravel daniel understands the babylonian kingdom is coming to an end after them there will be another kingdom after that kingdom there will be another kingdom but this fourth kingdom is where the antichrist comes out it's during the reign of this empire that the antichrist will come in verse 24 it says it's 10 ons are 10 kings we said that yesterday and i said the ons represent people just like the little on represents the antichrist okay the 10 ons represents 10 um 10 10 kings who will rule that empire since then another king will arise different from the other 10 who will subdue three of them when this king this master of deception the antichrist arises he will subdue three of of the kings three of the nations this ones now are nations okay they are not kingdoms they are nations under a coalition a coalition of nations okay that have come together to form an empire i did say yesterday that when the eu formed considering that all of these kings these 10 kings are part of the iron part of the feet okay we saw in nebuchadnezzar's dream i said the old world paid attention it will subdue three of them so we continue reading and then we take this as far as we can see we can go and then conclude the book of daniel tomorrow okay it says he will defy the most high and 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 oppress the holy people of the most high he will try to change the sacred festival and laws and they will be placed under his control for a times times and half a time remember we saw this in daniel chapter 12 i said time times is three years time is one year times is two years and half a time is three and a half years so he's talking about the period when israel enters into a covenant with the antichrist and then in the middle of the seven years he breaks his covenant and then installs himself you will see that revelation 13 where in the, the um what will i what will i the prophet of the beast you know will demand that people should worship the image of the beast the beast is the antichrist okay yes so he will try to change their sacred festivals and laws because he will go into the temple installs himself as god and demand to be worshipped 
that was that would be too much for the Jews. Okay, and that is where their persecution will begin. Under it says under his control for for time, times, and half a time. Says, but then the court will pass judgment, and all his power will be taken away and completely destroyed. Says then the sovereign power and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be given to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will last forever, and all rulers will serve and obey him. So that was the end of the vision. I, Daniel, was terrified by my thoughts, and my face was pale with fear, but I kept these things to myself. Daniel, there have been at interpreting, interpreted two of Nebuchadnezzar's dream, interpreted Belshazzar's dream, um, vision of the handwriting on the wall, has this dream in Daniel chapter 7. Daniel was terrified. Terrified because he did not. This is not the young Daniel. This is the much, much older Daniel. Okay, he is afraid. Okay, because the, the he said, "I'm terrified by my thoughts, and my face was pale with fear." This one is even a. It's a smaller one. You will see the next, the next vision that Daniel will have. It's it's going to be it's going to be brutal. Okay, because this one will be so powerful that Daniel will fall sick. But Daniel took note of this writes these accounts, writes them down, you know, in, you know, in uh, maybe a scroll or something anywhere, because uh, that is the account that will help us understand what John, you know, when the seal breaks in John's uh, revelation. Now, let's go on to Daniel chapter 8. In Daniel chapter 8, Daniel has another vision. It says, during the third year of King Belshazzar's reign, I, Daniel, saw another vision sees another vision following the one that had, that had already appeared to me. Daniel will have a total of three visions. Okay? So, in this vision, I will always just paraphrase and jump so that we can focus on the important parts and be able to finish this tomorrow. Verse 3 says, As I looked up, I saw a ram hmm, with two large horns. Imagine you are Daniel having this vision, this dream. Eh? Two large, two long horns, long, not large, long horns, standing beside the river. Okay, two long horns. You will know that these horns, uh, these horns always, you know. So this one will represent is representing. We know that this one is the one that takes over from the Babylonian kingdom. As I look, I saw a ram with a long, with two long horns standing beside the river. One of the horns was longer than the other. Talking about the kings that were that were inside, you know, inside the 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 mid and the, that's why you have the name Medes and Persians. Medes and Persians. One horn was longer than the other because the Persian part of the kingdom was stronger than the mid the mid's part of the kingdom one of the own was longer than the other even though it had grown later than the other one hmm. the ram butted everything out of its way to the west to the north and to the south pay attention to that because it is telling us where the antichrist is going to come from if he butts its way to the west so put your have back your your compass okay your north south east and the west if it goes towards the west it goes towards the north it goes towards the south the where is it standing it is standing in the east right yes it says the ram butted everything out of 
out of its way to the west, to the north, and to the south. And no one could stand. So it means that this ram is standing in the east. Okay? Pay attention to that, that very important information. No one could stand against him and help his victim. He did as he pleased and became very great. He's talking about a kingdom, an empire, not an individual now. These are the meats and the passions representing two horns, one longer than the other. So while I was watching, suddenly a male goat appeared from, from the west, a shaggy goat, crossing the land so swiftly. The, the revelation of this empire will be so swift, crossing the land so swiftly that it didn't even touch the ground. This goat, which had one very large horn between its eyes, headed towards the two on ram that had been standing beside the river, rushing at him with rage. Imagine you are Daniel having this vision. When Daniel will wake up for this vision, he will be sick. He says the goat charged furiously at the ram and struck him, breaking off both of its horns. Now the ram was helpless and the goat knocked him down and trampled him. No one could rescue the ram from the goat's power. See, the goat became very, very powerful. But at the height of ease, notice, ease, individual, at the height of his power, the goat represents the Christian kingdom. The height of his power, okay, is focusing on the large on. The, the first king, he will explain to us later who that large on is. He says, at the height of his power, his large on was broken off. And in the and in it says in the large horns place grew four prominent horns pointing in the four directions of the earth. Okay, it says then one of the prominent on uh, then it says then from one of the prominent on came a small on hmm, whose power grew very great. Okay, so just imagine you have this large on. This is the Grecian Empire with the large on. When that on breaks away, so you need to just go back and ask yourself what, who composed or composed uh, what nations what comprises the, the Grecian Empire. When that that empire breaks down, okay, it reveals four, it breaks into four, four ons. Okay, so we will get the names of who were these people. Breaks into four. Now, in the midst of those four, out of one of them, eh, you will see where the Antichrist is going to come from. It says then from one of the prominent on came a small on, a small on, whose power grew very great. It's extended towards the south and the east and towards the glorious land of Israel. Its power reached to the heavens where it attacked the heavenly army. Is the Antichrist is talking about throwing some of the heavenly beings and some of the stars to the ground and trampling them. It even challenged the commander of heavens, of heavens armies by canceling the daily, daily sacrifice. Remember, he already saw that some part of that in his first vision. It even challenged the commanders of heavens army by canceling the daily sacrifice offered to him and by destroying the temple. Since the army of the army of heaven was restrained from responding to, to this rebellion, so the daily sacrifice was altered 
and truth was overthrown, the on succeeded in everything it did. You see, this on is an antichrist, not the antichrist. This is the emperor we will call Antiochus Epiphanes. Okay, he will destroy, you know, the sacrifices. He will inst- he is going to be an antichrist. He's going to be as in, in fact, the old world thought that he was the antichrist because he fulfilled every single scripture. Okay, but this was the, remember this is during the, the the period of the third the third the third beast the goat the shaggy goat. See, the Nahatu only once talking to each other. One of them asks, "How long will the will the event of this vision last? How long will the rebellion that causes the desecration stop the daily sacrifices? How long will the temple and heaven's army be trampled on?" The other replied, "It will take two thousand three hundred evenings and mornings." See, then the temple will be made right again. See, as I, Daniel, was trying to understand the meaning of this vision, because Gabriel is going to explain to him, someone would look like a man stood in front of me, and I heard a, 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 a human voice calling out from the Ulai River. Gabriel, tell this man the meaning of, of his vision. The good thing is that we always have you know, an explanation of what the visions meant. As Gabriel approached the place where I was standing, I became so terrified that I fell with my face to the ground. Son of man, he said, you must understand that the events you have seen in your vision relates to the time of the end. It relates to the time of the end. While he was speaking, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. But Gabriel roused me with a touch and helped me to my feet. Then he said, I am here to tell you what will happen later in the time of wrath. What you have seen pertains to the very end of time. The two-on ram represents the kings of Media and Pasha. That's the Medes and the Persians. Okay? We have the explanation. Okay? So it's not as we are trying to understand. Like I said, Bible interpretation simply literally go with the explanation you have been given if the literal does not make sense it is speaking figuratively here it makes sense okay literally the two on ram represents the kings of media and pasha the passion part of the kingdom is stronger that's why it was longer than the media part of the kingdom it says the shaggy goat represents the king of greece this is the grecian empire of Alexander the Great, and that Alexander the Great himself was the large on. Okay, so and the large on between his eyes represents the first king of the Grecian Empire. Alexander the Great was the most powerful of all the kings of the Grecian Empire. Okay, he was so powerful. Okay, um, his his armies were 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 terrifying, you know. But he was very very swift. You know, his reign was short, very, very, very swift. But you see, when Alexander the Great, you know, will eventually die, you know, four of his generals takes over his empire. Now, those were those were the four ons. It says the four prominent ons that replace the one large on shows that the Grisha, the Greek Empire will break into four kingdoms, but none as great as the first. Hmm? At the end of their rule, when they are seen at the end of their rule, when they are seen at the height, a fierce king of a master of intrigue is telling us about the Antichrist will rise to power. He will become very strong, but not by his own power. Remember that 
the, the dragon will give his power to the beast. We will read this in Revelation 13. Okay, he is the one that crowns was given to. Okay, he says not by his own power. He will become strong, but not by his own power. He will cause a shocking amount of destruction and succeed in everything he does. He will destroy powerful leaders and devastate the holy people. Remember, he is riding on a horse, carrying a bow. He will cause shocking amount of destruction. You will be wondering, where is this arrow coming from? Because all we can see is his bow. He is a master of deception. He says he will destroy powerful leaders and devastate the holy people. He will be a master of deception and will become arrogant. He will destroy many, many without warning. He will even take on the prince of peace and battle, but will be broken, though not by human power. Since this vision about the 2,300 evenings and morning is true, but none of these things will happen for a long time. So keep this vision a secret. Daniel did not understand it. We, today, we understand We understand exactly what we are reading. 27, then I, Daniel, was overcome and lay sick for several, for several days. Afterward, I got up and performed my duties for the king, but I was greatly troubled by the vision and could not understand it. So, wow. So, the vision Daniel does saw in Daniel chapter 8 explains to us, so remember the first statue? Remember the four beasts Daniel had seen. The first part of the statue, the head represented the Babylonian kingdom, Nebuchadnezzar himself. The chest part, okay, um, represented the next empire that would take over from him, the meat and the passion. And then the torso part, okay, to, to the lap part represented, you know, the Grecian empire. Before you have the legs of iron and the feet, the combination of clay and an iron represented the Roman Empire. Daniel, that was Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Daniel, Daniel chapter 7, Daniel sees four beasts. The first beast we said was Nebuchadnezzar. The second one, again, is the meat and the passion, okay? Um, the beer. The fourth one is the, the third one is the Grecian Empire. And the third one is the Roman Empire. Now, we've seen how the fact in Daniel chapter 8, the fight between the, 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 the ram with the two large horns and the shaggy goats was uh, the transition between the, between the, the, uh, um, the second empire, between the second empire and the Grecian empire. I said that, look, the Grecian empire, that large horn represented Alexander the Great. Okay, so that is Daniel chapter 8. We understand that part. In Daniel chapter 9, Daniel, you know, will, will, will just have this discovery from the book of Jeremiah that the children of Israel were supposed to stay in exile for seven, 70 years. And he will begin to pray, okay, begin to pray that their time of exile will come to an end. And yes, God, God will, answer, will answer that prayer, okay? So 19 verse 19, Daniel chapter, chapter 9 verse 19, O Lord, hear, O Lord, forgive. O Lord, listen and act for your own sake. Do not delay, O my God, for your people and your city bear your name. Okay, so after Daniel finishes that prayer, Gabriel comes to him again. This is not a vision, okay? So the, the, the interpretation that Gabriel will give him will continue to explain his vision. And that's why we want to read this part before we go to Daniel chapter 10, where we will stop today. 
He says, I went on praying and confessing my sins and the sins, verse 20, and the sins of my people, Daniel chapter 9, verse 20, of my people pleading with the Lord, uh, my God, for Jerusalem and his holy, holy mountains. As I was praying, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the earlier vision. Okay, so this one is not a vision. Oh, okay, it's still a vision, but it's not revealing anything. The other two, he had seen two visions right from Daniel chapter 7 and then in Daniel chapter 8. He says, um, Gabriel came to him in verse 21. Verse 22, he explained to me, Daniel, I have come here to give you insight and understanding. This is the same Daniel that could un- un- interpret every other person's dream. But now, he finds himself you know, incapacitated. He says, the moment you began to pray, a command was given. And now I am here to tell you what it, uh, what it was. For you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your vision. The visions that he has he already had. A period of 70 sets of seven. 70 sets of seven. 70 times seven. Okay? That is um, 490, right? Have been decreed for your people. 490, just multiply it by weeks. Have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish their rebellion. To put an end to their sin and to atone for their guilt. To bring in everlasting righteousness, to confirm the prophetic vision, and to anoint the most holy place. Seventy sets of seven. Now listen and understand. Seventy sets of seven plus sixty-two sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem until a ruler, the anointed one, comes. So he is explaining to him the period where Jesus will come until the anointed one comes. This is not the second coming of Jesus. Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses, despite the perilous times. After this period of 72 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed. Eh? Jesus will die on the cross, appearing to have accomplished nothing. That was what it looked like, right? When he died on the cross, the devil and the kingdom of darkness were celebrating. His soul was kept, was kept in hell. He would die. Yeah? So, you see... Uh, appearing to have accomplished nothing and a ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city this is the roman empire okay the 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 leg part of the statue that 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 uh, nebuchadnezzar saw the fourth beast that daniel sees in his in his vision in daniel chapter 7 daniel did not see this verse in in chapter in chapter 8 is uh, not he is not the ram or the goats okay he just he just told us about the antichrist who will come you know during this period he says look um the anointed one will be killed appearing to have accomplished nothing and a ruler will arise whose army will destroy the city and the temple and uh, the end will come with uh, with a flood and a war and its and, and its mysteries are decreed for, from that time to the end yes this is going to happen jesus predicted it when the disciples came to him in matthew chapter 24 they told him that look looking at the temple and everything these great stones that were looking and looking at jesus told them that this temple was going to be destroyed that is what gabriel is telling that daniel okay he says the end will come with a flood and the war and its miseries and decreed from the time to the very end. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. He has flipped, okay, to the end of with where the Antichrist will enter into a covenant with 
the nation of Israel. It will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. One set of seven is seven years. Okay? But after half this time, after three and a half years, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offering. And as a climax to all his terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration until the fate decreed for, his def- for this defiler is finally poured out on him. Okay? This defiler is the Antichrist. The sacrilegious object is his own image that will be set up in the temple, telling us still about the Antichrist. So it tells us the Antichrist come from this Roman Empire. So we will understand who were the nations that make up the Roman Empire. Eventually, we will go back to understanding, you know, what were those four ons. And remember, it came out of one of those four ons, okay? Um, when those four ons that came out of Alexander the Great's Alexander the Great uh, Kingdom. All right, so let's take Daniel chapter 10 and then we'll finish the book of Daniel tomorrow. In Daniel chapter 10, okay, this is it says in the third year of the reign of King Cyrus. So King Belshazzar had died, King Darius took over. Okay, he was the first king that um of the of the passion. A lot of people feel that King Cyrus is the same person as King Darius. Okay, but let's just assume in the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel, also known as Belshazzar, had another vision. He understood that the vision concerns events certain to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. So when this vision came to him, this is Daniel's third vision. Since I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks, at that time I had eaten no rich food. No meat, no wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotion until those three weeks had passed. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the back of the great of the great Tigris River, I looked up and I saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning, and his eyes flamed with like torches, his arms and feet shone like polished bronze, and his voice roared like a like like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men who uh, with me uh, uh, saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see the amazing this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew deadly pale, and I felt very weak. So then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of him, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to, the, uh, to my hands and knees. As, and the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. To, to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Then he said, look, when you see angels, eh, because they carry the glory of God, you will tremble in their presence. Eh? You are not trembling because of the angel. Oh. You are trembling because of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Uh, very important. We don't worship angels. Oh. We worship the king of kings. Verse 12. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day, you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Your request has been heard in heaven. I have come to answer to I have come in answer to this prayer. This angel 
it's you know it's angel most likely i think this is angel gabriel he said but for 21 days the spirit prince of the kingdom of pasture blocked my way okay they blocked my way remember gabriel has spoken to him okay so let's just assume because we are not giving the name let's assume that this was was just a very strong angel he says the prince of peace the prince the spirit prince of the kingdom of pasture remember we have the babylonian empire and then we have the Medes and the Persian Empire. It says the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way, was trying to stop the coming to pass of this vision. It says then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Says now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. For this vision concerns a time yet to come. When this angel finish explaining his dream, this vision, he will let Daniel know that, look, uh, the spirit prince of Persia and Greece were both there, telling us about the second and the third base. So let's stop here today. Let's not go forward into uh, reading reading uh, his interpretation of the remaining of the remaining vision. We'll just take it from, from there tomorrow. Since now I am here to explain. So we stopped on verse 14. What can we take from or what explanation, what revelations have we received today? We are beginning to understand where the Antichrist is going to come from. We pay attention to the Grecian Empire. Four owns come out of that empire representing the four generals of the Grecian Empire. Out of one of them, okay, the and little on will come out. That on is the Antichrist. Okay, Daniel did not see a little toe when he saw Nebuchadnezzar's vision. But from this ten, this this ten ons, okay, that Daniel had already seen in his vision in Daniel chapter seven, the fourth beast, this little on comes. That on is going to come out of during the period the period of the Grecian Empire. We will know that by tomorrow. Ah, Lord, we say thank you. Will you just go ahead and thank God for revelations this morning as we continue to learn in his presence? Lord, we say thank you this morning. Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Lord, grant us understanding. Help us to continue to understand so that your name will be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.